Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Most regular size slices of pizza you've ever had at once, Amber. The re- most regular, well, regular size, no, no, no the small slices sizes. So I've never met a pizza I don't like, Chris Carlin. Pizza is my favorite food. Uh, it is an irresistible food to me, and mm-hmm. I was I studied abroad in France when I was a teenager when I was in high school for a summer and the food that was served to us abroad I'm sure the food in I mean the food in France is lovely I mean I've been back there as an adult but like you have to have money right at the university it was very very different than the food (laughs) in America that I was used to at the time so we were like starving because we were just uh, scared of all the food anyway so long story short on one of the last days there, we found a Pizza Hut not far from the university. It was a straight-up Pizza Hut, like America yeah. Pizza. It was the most glorious find when you are <laughs> living in Dijon, France, like I was at the time. And I ended up eating I an entire large pizza to myself because I had an eating contest with another student. An entire large pizza. Now, given their larges over there, we're like our mediums over here. But I did mm-hmm. take down like an entire medium pizza by myself. I don't know if I could do that today. But when I was 17, I was able to do it and get away with it a little bit easier than I can. Now. Nice. Hashtag respect right there. <laughs> well done. Yes. Well done. I won't even... Try to put a number on it for me. Now, I'm not stealing five pieces of pizza from work in front of people and hoping they don't notice, but yeah. I could easily take down five pizzas of pizza. If I was yeah, no, I was, I was naive at the time. I don't know why I was thinking they weren't going to be watching, but they were, and they were. <laughs> the beginning making... of that intro, by the way, with the cake, who was that? Whose voice was that? That was, was Hembo. The... That was Hembo, I that thought was Hembo so. Hembo, because there was a cake that morning at South Street Seaport, and he kept going back. Oh, and, and trying and just grabbing spooning pieces. it into his mouth. Like at one point, he said that he was just taking a fork to it. That is, yes. that's heinous behavior. Yes, I, and the fact that I let that go yes. was absurd. I, I, it was one of those things. He just snuck it in there, and I did not follow up on it. Terrible job by me. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson is in for Chris Canty honeymooning at the moment, and we, of course, are presented by our good friends at Progressive insurance amber this morning i'm going through some of our notes and you come across one in particular that i thought was interesting and appropriate considering how we view quarterbacks now in each of the last four super bowls we have had a starting quarterback in the game who is 26 and under and even potentially except for mahomes i think in his second year that he made it to the super bowl was on his rookie deal, which is really impressive when you think about that. It's Burrow twice. It's Mahomes. So when you think about that, we always hear NFL executives and, and the thought now that it's so important to try to win when a quarterback is on his rookie deal because you're not paying him yet and you can go surround him with great players. If you truly think about, like, even 2018, it would have been Carson, or 2018 Super Bowl, uh, after the 2017 season, it would have been Carson Wentz on his rookie deal, and that's why the Eagles were able to go and do do so many things uh, that they were able to do and add to that. And they're in that situation now in Jalen Hurts. So the question now is, you've got 12 teams in the league who have a starting quarterback under 26 years old, and I think it's probably about 9 or 10 of them that are on their rookie deals. 
who's most likely to get there or, in Joe Burrow's case, get back there? Yeah, so the rookie deal is key, right? I mean, we even just mm-hmm. saw it with the Chiefs. Like, they, they paid Mahomes, so now he's not on the rookie deal, so then they couldn't end up paying Tyreek Hill what the market was dictating he was worth. So getting your guy on a rookie deal and him being able to capitalize on it and you being able to build around him, I mean, a quarterback in that position, I think an obvious one here would be Justin Herbert. Now, they don't make a postseason last season, so they've got – a lot of room to make up, but we believe, I think all of us, that that Chargers team really improved in the offseason, particularly defensively. There's, I mean, Joe, Justin Herbert looks like this guy is the limit for him as a quarterback. So I think he would be one of those guys. He could be the next Joe Burrow, so to speak. Jalen, you mentioned Jalen. I mean, he is on the rookie deal. He is under mm-hmm. 26. That is a very good Eagles team. I Again, like, I'm a Jalen Hurts person. Like, I'm rooting for him. I want him to do well. I hope he is the future there. In Philly, I've always been high on Jalen Hurts. I don't know if I'm so high on Jalen Hurts, though, that I feel like... You're more skeptical of him. I just don't feel like the Eagles are... Like, I don't... Like, there's a difference to me, I guess, of being high on a player and then also talking Super Bowl with a player, right. you know? And I... I have a hard time getting there with Jalen Hurts yet at this point. I mean, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Davis Mills, none of those guys are, I don't think, are in a position. Uh, I'm not going to put Je- Mac Jones in that conversation. I also don't think that Patriots team is good enough. Oh, man, I, I, I want to do, t- do Tua. I want to do it. I have a hard time doing it. Uh, Super Bowl. I mean, I, listen. Let's just start Lance? by winning. Let's just start by winning a playoff game, Dolphins, and for the first time in a couple decades, and then we can talk Super Bowl maybe the following year. Trey Lance, I think, is an interesting one. Yeah. I think Trey Lance and Justin Herbert would probably be top of my list outside of Joe Burrow. Obviously, we've already seen Burrow do it. Trey Lance and Justin Herbert, I have no idea if Trey Lance is great at playing football. Frankly, I've seen so little of it from him as a starter in the NFL, but I know that team around him is great. So I know he's in a position to do it. I know Justin Herbert's great. I don't know if that Chargers team around him is as good as that 49ers team, but those would be my two guys. If I had to go at this, I'm jumping all over Jalen Hurts here. I really am. I Just an early preview. I have the Eagles going to the Super Bowl this year because I don't – because it's twofold. Number one, they're starting to make those kind of moves around him. Number two, I'm I'm a big believer – in his being able to take that step to the next level, considering what they have done around him and what that offensive line looks like. Um, I would pick Burrow to get back there again because they have done what they needed to do to really improve the offensive line in front of him. I mean, they made Ted Karras a captain with the Bengals, and this is a guy that just walked in the door uh, in signing in the offseason, and that tells you what... The respect level is there. Um, I want to pick Justin Herbert in the worst way. I really do, Amber. They've got a lot to work with around him. I just feel like that division is going to just beat itself up. I I, I think they're going to beat the daylights out of one another. And I wonder if it's just going to end up ultimately damaging them either in terms of the record or even just physically the level of play that we're going to see in the AFC West this year. It, it just not even physically, but emotionally too, taking a lot out of you just to get out of that division. I know that sounds a little bit kooky, but 
as much as it can do that to you to begin with, I can think it could do it even more with a division like that. It definitely feels safer to choose an NFC team and an NFC quarterback here than it does one that plays in the AFC. The only player I think that we haven't mentioned in this situation, by the way, is Trevor Lawrence. Uh, yeah, we haven't. And probably with good reason, because I don't think the Jaguars are going anywhere anytime soon. Sorry, but I'll give you this. Trevor Lawrence is going to be that guy this year, Amber. Trevor Lawrence is going to play like we expected him to play after a, a disastrous year one. And it's, it wasn't his fault, but some of it is his fault. I expect him to play big this year. He better. He better. He got a pass last season. He won't get a pass this one. Absolutely not. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. In just moments. We were, I was about to take our call who had been patient, but a bad job by me. I didn't get to him soon enough. I mean, in fairness, that caller did hang on a really long time. He did, and I... Yeah. But they can give us a call back. Triple eight say ESPN. 888-729-3776. Yep, that is the hang on, Hang on, hold some more. That, that is... Oh, Gary in Miami is up oh, and ready to go. That. Gary... Not enough O's and smooth for this introduction for you, but how you doing, bud? Hey, I'm doing all right. So I got a, I got a 28-year retired military career. I was a fighter pilot dude, and I worked around a lot of high-performance stress environments and people that worked in those environments, all, 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 um, all disciplines. So you got to understand, this Tom Brady thing is almost laughable. I've had guys who, you know, going through divorce proceedings, you know, going through court-ordered court separations and go out and fly a four-plane strike mission and come back. The ability for high-performance folks who perform in that environment over and over, stress-filled, to compartmentalize is really missed amongst most of the population. We're talking about, like, the top 1% of people in the world that do these types of jobs. And I'm talking about, you know, your surgeons, your, your, your engineers, like your nuke engineers, people who, who not only deal with life and death, but also deal in an environment that they may not feel the repercussions of a mistake, but it will affect their performance and job. And they're also perfectionists. So Tom, unless it's health or death with his family, he's coming back to work. He's got the iPad or on vacation or in the bathroom telling him what plays to put together. And as soon as he steps on the field, there's a wall that's put up. So this is completely laughable, and I, I, I almost think it's comical that uh, folks who don't work in high-performance and stress environments can't see that. It's a switch that's turned on, and you know what also Okay, listen, I, I get that, and I respect your opinion on it. That's, that's 100% true, and I thank you for the call. All I'm saying is not everybody can do it. We think Tom can, Tom's done a lot, okay? And I, I get why people... I even look at myself like you you can be an idiot for doing this, but I'm sorry, the guy sounds different. He sounds different than he usually does. He does sound different. I think that's what's throwing you off is that it's not just you're hearing the rumors, but yeah. you're almost seeing or hearing the effects of them on it's, him. And I think that's what's concerning you. It's Kenty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, and on your smart speaker, Amber Wilson, in for Kenty. You notice that on that list of quarterbacks that were on their rookie deal, one guy that we did not necessarily believe in, Trey Lance. We're going to tell you why in just moments. Kenty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. 
and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Breaking news on quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo from ESPN's Adam Schefter. He and the 49ers have agreed to a restructured one-year deal that keeps him in San Francisco this season. The deal contains no trade and no tag clauses. Jimmy G's got the freedom to leave in 2023. Now he will stay there as the number two in San Francisco. He will be the number two quarterback behind Trey Lance under a rework contract that frees cap room for the 49ers. Jimmy G's back. Trey Lance is starting. The question is really for how long. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson filling in for Canty on his honeymoon. He'll be back next week. And we were stunned when we got that news last week. We were on the air uh, on this show when it came down that Jimmy G was re-signing in San Francisco. And in the middle of the week, Amber, I, I looked at the schedule and I thought, this is, to me, I, I thought it was horrible news for Trey Lance. I I do believe that it got to a number where the 49ers almost had to make it happen, especially if he was willing to come back and not go somewhere to be a starter. But it got to the point for Trey Lance where they needed that insurance policy in case he's not playing well. So I said, if you'll remember, first six games of the year, relatively soft for the 49ers, if he's not playing well, week seven, Garoppolo. Well, of and, course, yeah. right? Because if Trey Lance stumbles against Chicago and Seattle and Carolina and Atlanta, then you're absolutely going to be setting yourself up for failure as the season rolls on. This is a 49ers team with expectations, Carlin. This is a 49ers team not just trying to make a postseason, but trying to make a postseason run and one that believes it can, if not for the quarterback position. And so, yeah, like you're going to have the guy sitting behind Trey Lance who you know can get it done, who you know can win you an NFC championship, who you know can get you to a Super Bowl. And that's more than you know about that other guy who you've chosen to start over him. That temptation is going to be way too great when you get to that Chiefs game. I was reading Peter King's Football Morning in America column that came out uh, every Monday as it does. And Peter's making all of his predictions for the season. And among the quarterback changes, same thing. Week seven, Garoppolo for Trey Lance getting ready to face Kansas City. And if you look at what they have after week six, it is a gauntlet that the 49ers are going to have to run if they're going to have a, a chance to let make the playoffs, let alone win the NFC West. What really is going to be intriguing here is how it plays out for Lance. Considering everything they gave up to get him, I mean, John Lynch gave up three first-round picks plus 
to move up to that number three spot to draft him. And at first, the thought process was, well, maybe they didn't do it to draft him. Remember, leading up to the draft, it was maybe they did it to draft Matt Jones, and then it kind of changed right before we got there. I'll tell you what, Trey Lance, there is a ton of pressure on this guy. I mean, it was bad enough before when they were just handing him the job and say, here you go, and they were willing to do it without a net. But when you basically say, what we've seen here in training camp, eh, maybe it's not so bad to keep around the guy that we forcibly kept away from the team because we don't have that much confidence in Lance. And what is it going to do for this team moving forward, too? I mean, if you go to Jimmy in week seven and then he carries you through the rest of the season, you have success with him. And then it, are you still letting him walk at the end of the season? Are you still trading him away Boy. during the season if that's how things start looking? And so then what does that mean? Then what did you trade everything away for? Are you giving Trey Lance an opportunity to develop? With this situation, the temptation with Garoppolo sitting right there, that's why you and I hated this for the 49ers, that this is the position that they put themselves in because that temptation is going to be so strong and it has a lot to do with the way the schedule plays out. We're going to continue this conversation in moments and Peter King will join us on the show tomorrow. Very much looking forward to that. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker, Amber Wilson is in for Canty. Up next... The first of our previews of all the divisions in football this week with the start of the season coming up. We will start in the AFC East in just moments right after Amber has this from our friends at FanDuel. Kick off football season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY to get in on the action. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. If Trey Lance loses the job, I'm not 100% convinced that Jimmy Garoppolo can absolutely take the 49ers to where they need to go. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on ESPN Plus, we are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson, she's in for Canty this week. We were talking about this because Peter Kenning had it yesterday, something we were talking about last week, that... 
if Garoppolo is back and you look at the first six games of the year for the 49ers, Garoppolo, there's a strong chance, could be the quarterback by week seven if Trey Lance is not playing well. But the bigger question at, at that point is, Amber, we've seen them win before with Garoppolo, but could the 49ers still win with Jimmy when you consider how hard that schedule is? And we do know what his limitations are there. He's got some limitations. I feel like his biggest limitation, though, is his durability, right? Because in Kyle Shanahan's system, what we've seen, Chris, in the past is Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes, right? Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have to be Tom Brady in that system. Jimmy Garoppolo just has to be sort of a game-managing, viable quarterback, and that he can be. The problem with Garoppolo has traditionally been his health. I mean, the only reason the 49ers wanted to move on from him, I think, was durability concerns and then also the price tag. And those are two things that led them to Trey Lance, not because they can't win with Garoppolo. They've obviously been winning with Garoppolo. Now, I know there's some question about whether he can actually win the Super Bowl, right? Like he can get you there. Can he actually get you over that hump? I have no idea if Trey Lance can do that either, though. I mean, I hear these 49ers fans saying like, that's why we drafted Trey. It's like, okay. I mean, he he hardly played much starting football at North Dakota State. And I've seen him throw 71 passes in the National Football League. I have no idea if Trey Lance can win any more than Jimmy Garoppolo can win. I at least know what I'm getting with Garoppolo. And I think that's what the temptation is going to be for that coaching staff. One of the other pieces that Peter brought up in quarterback changes this year uh, was in relation to the Steelers. That at some point in the middle of the year, probably in mid-October, that's when Kenny Pickett will take over for Mitch Trubisky. Now, what was interesting is that Pickett was actually initially listed as the third quarterback on the Steelers' depth chart. Mike Tomlin said that was a, quote, clerical error on their part. But here is Tomlin officially naming uh, Mitch Trubisky their starting quarterback for week one. As you guys have seen, because of the release of our depth chart, Mitch Trubisky is our starting quarterback and our captain. Man, we're just really comfortable with what Mitch has shown us. He's a guy that came to us with franchise quarterback experience, if you will. He's comfortable in those shoes. He's been the focal point of a football team and an organization before. He's had success in doing so. Like I mentioned, when we acquired him, he took the Bears to the playoffs two out of four years. He has a winning record as a starting quarterback. Uh, Those things were attractive to us. Uh, His athleticism and mobility were attractive to us. He took care of the football in stadium. All our quarterbacks did, and and I think I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. Um, It's good to come to decisions based on what people are doing as opposed to what people are not doing. You know what, though, Amber? You know why Mitch Trubisky's starting? Because it's a smart thing to do when you have a bad offensive line. There's no reason to rush a rookie quarterback out there in Kenny Pickett when he could be running for his life early. Mitch Trubisky has run for his life before, just mm-hmm. to put it bluntly. And you heard Tomlin in there mention you know, his mobility. That's all great. I hate to put it this way, though. You'd rather see Mitch Trubisky, where you have a very short-term commitment to him, as the guy that has to be out there behind that offensive line rather than putting Pickett out there too soon for fear of injury. There's the fear of injury. All three of these quarterbacks that they have are mobile and and certainly compared to 
what we saw from Ben Roethlisberger last season. So that's going to be a huge advantage, obviously, for Pittsburgh. Frankly, either of these guys, whoever they had named, would have given them some mobility. But I'm with you. I think part of it is that you're running a risk if you start the rook in terms of your entire future. They brought in Mitchell Trubisky to be the starter this season. They didn't necessarily bring in Mitchell Trubisky because they were completely convinced, though, Chris, that he was the answer in the long term for them. If they were convinced of that, they wouldn't have ever drafted Kenny Pickett to begin with. And so I always say you can go from the vet to the rookie. You can't go from the rookie to the vet. Like that's the, that's what gets so complicated or the young quarterback to the veteran quarterback. We were just talking about the situation in San Francisco. That's what's going to end up getting so complicated out there is if they try to play that game, it would be a similar situation here. If you roll out Kenny Pickett and because he is running for his life or just because the moment's too big for him or for whatever reason, he doesn't look like how he has looked in the preseason. Then what do you do? Now are you going to Mitchell Trubisky? You know, it's a much easier transition if you're going from Trubisky to Pickett than the other way around. So I think that factors into this. There's well. something that you used to be able to do that I don't know if you can do it as much anymore. And that is, once you make the move to the rookie quarterback, if things are not going well, and he just looks overwhelmed, that you can take him and say, all right, listen, sit back for a week or two. Watch what's going on. We'll get you back in there in a few weeks. This game has to slow down for you. I think with the Steelers, once once they hand it over to Pickett, that's it, unless it's injury. Because they view this as a guy that they have a bright future with. Because otherwise, aside from Trubisky, with his shallow as the quarterback draft was this past year, they wouldn't have taken him if they didn't believe in him. I mean, look where they took him in the middle of the round. It wasn't like it was, you know, first overall, and then you didn't see Malik Willis go until the third round. So th- that's how bad it was. They they definitely believe in him, and I don't think they want to get him killed, frankly. I, I, I think they'd much rather have Trubisky out there, who, yes, is a veteran, who, yes, can move around, but also, just a reality of the game, they don't have a large commitment to him. Yeah, $14 million, two years. I mean, mm. the thing is, if Trubisky like, turned into something, like if he actually did revitalize his career holding a clipboard for Josh Allen, then also that could present a good problem for Pittsburgh sure. to have, right? I mean, maybe Trubisky ends up being better than we all expected. It was Crazy to watch the preseason for this team. All three of these quarterbacks, even Mason Rudolph, looked good in the preseason for the Steelers team. This is your team, Carlin. Are you excited at all about Mitch under center in the beginning of the season? Do you believe in it at all? I mean, do you believe in it at all? Like, has this preseason changed your mind at all about Trubisky, or are you going to be chopping at the bit wanting them to make an appearance here with Kenny Pickett? The Steelers are going to have their first losing record under Mike Tomlin. Wow. That's, That's how I feel about it. And it's not necessarily that it's bad, but it they're just due for it when they have had the answer at quarterback for as long as they have. I mean, look, when they've been able to do it, they've been fortunate. Let's call it what it is. I mean, they, they ran through it a couple of years ago with Mason Rudolph and such, and, like, that was dicey at best. Their defense uh, is one that has the most resources – put into it financially than any other defense in the league. If they're going to win this year, it's going to be because of that. But I don't trust the quarterback situation enough. But more importantly, don't trust the guys who are blocking for them enough to not have a losing season. That 
that line is absolutely awful. They took Kendrick Green high last year in like the third round. He hasn't done anything really. So they thought he could, you know, step in and be a guard or be a center after Pouncey retired. I, long story short, yeah, I I don't see it this year. I don't see it this year. I think they're due. They're due for one of those seasons. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson is in for Canty. In just moments, we've got our AFC East preview that we promised you. One of those teams opens up the season Thursday night as a favorite on the road, and they are a favorite to get to Arizona and the Super Bowl at the end of the year. But what about the New England Patriots? Is it actually possible they can finish last in the division? We'll explain why it is. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN+. Plus. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You can't miss Canty and Carlin, pound for pound, the biggest show on ESPN radio. Little over 48 hours away, NFL season starts. We couldn't be more ready for it if we tried. Canty and Carlin, ESPN radio, ESPN plus, also on the ESPN app and on Sirius XM channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson. Amber is in for Canty. Each day this week, we will preview two of the divisions in the NFL as we get set for the start of the season. Thursday night, yes, and then, of course, the full slate on Sunday. So with the two Thursday night uh, opponents being from the NFC West and the AFC East, that is where we're going to start today, and we begin in the AFC East. Amber, everybody and their mother expects the Bills to win the division, and they should, because I don't see any scenario, unless Josh Allen was to get hurt, God forbid, that the Buffalo Bills aren't an absolute lockadini to win the AFC East at this point. I think the biggest question here is what does everybody else in this division do? Am I wrong to say that? I want to tell you you're wrong as a Dolphins fan, but you're not wrong, Chris Carlin. There's no reason to believe that any of these three teams are going to challenge the Buffalo Bills. It will be a huge disappointment if the Bills don't win this division for the Bills. I mean, that is absolutely where the expectation should be for this Buffalo team. I do think it gets a little bit more confusing after that. Now I'm going to go with the homer pick. I am going to say that the Dolphins finish better than this Patriots team or this Jets team. I, I Maybe it's crazy to say uh, when the Patriots are sitting in the same division, but we know how much improvement the Dolphins made in terms of offseason moves. They gave to a, a reason to succeed. They gave him the protection, beefed up that line. It's still not going to be an amazing O-line, but they did bring in Tron Armstead and did what they could there. Obviously, we know about the weapons with Tyreek Hill to fastest wide receiving core in the league with Waddle, and we know about 
the help in the backfield as well. This was Arden elite defense. They were able to retain the defensive coordinators, even with the departure of Brian Flores at that head coaching position. I don't know if Mike McDaniel is going to be a good head coach, but I feel like this Dolphins team is on a better trajectory than this Patriots team. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. The Dolphins are better than the Patriots. Let's stay with the Dolphins for a second here. They've done an awful lot of good here. They really have. I love everything they've done. The Armstead move is fantastic. Uh, you know, once Byron Jones is good, like they're going to have a pretty good pair of corners with him and Xavier Howard, right? Mm-hmm. Once you have uh, everything in place on that side of the ball, there's only one reason that they wouldn't be good, and you know what that reason is. And he wears number one. And that is the quarterback. That is Tua. He's either the guy or he isn't the guy. And I'm here to tell you, I don't think he's the guy. <laughs> well, you set me up. You buttered me up. That whole speech. I did. You buttered me up and then you let me down there at the end. What do you mean? You just, I, said, that, you just said that this Amber, you know what I so can't perfect. stand? When people get too wrapped up in the preseason. And, you know, I, I've seen tweets and all kinds of comments in Tyreek Hill's personal PR campaign that he has put on for Tua Tungavailoa. Everybody's discussing how much he's just whipping it all over the the lot and this is going to be an unbelievable season and his arm strength is so much better. Okay, I'll believe it when I see it, but I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. And I don't think Tua is a guy that ultimately is going to be able to be a quarterback to win in Miami. Does he I, have to be, though, the guy in a system that should be akin to Kyle Shanahan's system, right? With McDaniel? Like, does he have to be the guy? It, at some it, point, we you have to be about, able to threaten down the field. But it's what we were talking about with Garoppolo earlier, right? Yeah. Like, they can get to a Super Bowl in San Francisco with Garoppolo at the house. I mean, we're not, we don't need but the Dolphins Garoppolo are not, to be. The Dolphins are Patrick not the Mahomes. 49ers with, with how good. The Dolphins' defense is not bad. Don't get me wrong. The Dolphins' it's not defense the is very good. I mean, yes. I think I think X is the best corner in the league. Like, the but Dolphins I but I don't think it's elite. on the on the same level as the 49ers. I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it's on the same level. Uh, you got a little yeah a little homer right there. But let's get to the Patriots part of this because that is even more intriguing to me. I think this is going to be a seven six win season for the Patriots. I think this is this is the end. This is the end. The dynasty, which has been crumbling for a few years, is going to completely fall apart this year. I Didn't expect we that see the end case. when Tom Brady left? I feel like this was already the end. It's just taken us all a few years to actually believe it, right? Yeah, but the king is still there, you know? Right. Well, I think that's why it's taken <laughs> us a few years to kind of settle in to this idea that right. the Patriots' run really was over when, you know, that greatest quarterback of all time left Right, them. but they were still in the playoffs. Like, they'd never hit that official full-on rebuild. And That's I still don't think about. that they're there. I mean, I still don't think that this is going to be like a full... Like, they we're still talking Belichick, right? And, we're, and even Mac Jones. I mean, we're talking about a quarterback who made a Pro Bowl in his rookie season. Like, I don't I know mean, if, yeah, you know, I this mean, team you know, isn't... Air isn't, quotes made a Pro Bowl. I mean... <laughs> Well, he ma- he was there. He made I it. guess technically he was there, yes. But I mean, I, part but, of the reason he was there is because of the way that they were able to hide his deficiencies towards the end of the season because this was a very good coaching staff. Now, obviously, you don't have Josh McDaniel anymore as the OC. I, they don't even have an OC, but you still have Bill. I want to make this very clear. I'm not a Jet fan. I'm not. The Jets 
are going to finish with a better record than the New England Patriots. Wow. That's what I said. That's a scorcher right that there. That is a scorcher. That is a scorcher. But you don't believe in Zach Wilson. I, I said I don't know about Zach Wilson. I didn't say I don't believe in him. Okay. I don't know. Hell but I do no. know that the rest of the talent on that team is a whole lot better. I really believe in that. And even though they don't have Mekhi Becton, I still feel like their offensive line has improved. I just, a lot of weapons on that offense all of a sudden. So if it's Flacco, I at least think he can navigate you through a few games and play all right. I'm betting against the Patriots here. (laughs) Dangerous game. I'm just, it may not be the brightest bulb on the tree. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.